Ladies and gentlemen, it's a Drain Spangle podcast coming to you again on this here internet. Uh, when you left your favorite heroes, we were what in St. Louis? Is that where we were? We were. Yeah, just right outside the Gateway Arch, which was built in 1965. 60, started in 63, finished 65, dedicated 67. What were they doing it for two years? It's like, hey, we'll get around to dedicating it. That was only built in the 60s. Like, don't yes, look at it. I, I did not Don't look at it. We haven't yeah. dedicated it yet. St. Louis away. was built long before that. They were just waiting for they, an arch. They talk about it like it was like yes. this grand thing that's like part of the beginning of America. But I mean, but you look at it and you're kind of like, oh, yeah, not. it's like, you know, stainless steel. You're like, ah, that looks very 60s, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we, we made it it's back. It's got those go-go boots on it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What? So dated. Polyester. Gina, so how was your trip back? How was our trip back? Uh, it wasn't as painful as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Like going home. You know, after you do that long drive to get there and you're on adrenaline and excitement, yeah. I was like, are we really going to turn around and do that again like 24 hours later? Yeah. And that it sounded like a horrible idea when we arrived, but um, it it wasn't too bad. We survived. Yeah, I think so. To kind of make it a little different, we went a different way. We went through Little Rock, and we had some ribs. I know we were in St. Louis. We didn't get. We got some barbecues and you know whatever. But we went through Little Rock. We stopped to get something to eat. They they were like, hey, Thursdays we do ribs. Uh, at uh, was it called Lost Forty? Yes. Yeah, brewing. To microbrewery. So yeah, we're like, uh, cool man, let's let's do it. And those ribs are good. I expected a cat, you know, they're ribs, you know. But I was like, these are tasty ribs. And I gave you one and you were like, These are tasty ribs. Yeah, it was amazing. So uh if you're in Little Rock, Arkansas, you know, that uh hub of commerce and, and thoroughfare. There you go. Uh as a kid when we drive up from like San Antonio to Michigan, I hated the drive. We did it a handful of times, right? The Little Rock, the Arkansas trip, because we went from like the bottom left corner to the top right corner. That was just how we traversed it. I think Google said you probably should go through Oklahoma and kind of like Missouri now. But, you know, we were kind of like eyeballing a Rand McNally map. You know what I mean? This is back in the night. And that was just kind of like, ah, it looks about right. Let's go that way. And we were taking the interstate. We were not taking no back roads. I mean, again, you're taking them. You don't really have any GPS back then, you know. My dad was not going to be spending $7,000 on a GPS, or a proto-GPS. Oh. So it was, you know, look at the map. Uh, so we'd, we'd go through, it takes forever to get through Arkansas, man. It's like 10 hours to that thing. So yeah. I was never a fan of it. But anyway, we, we went through. Little Rock stopped. It's like an industrial park. Right? It sure seems like uh, this map was wrong. Like, where are you taking me, Siri? Yeah, I wasn't expecting that location. I thought I it was, was like, like that looks like an ab- Oh, there it is right there. <laughs> <laughs> is this a warehouse? Yeah. Ew. It it gave off very kind of, you know, cool Portlandy, LA, Denton, Austin kind of vibes where they were just a little typical bit typical microbrewery, right? A little bit too cool to talk to you, uh but then also like really friendly. You know, when they kind of <laughs> I was like, "Hey, can we sit outside?" Like, "Yeah, sure." And then they just kind of walked out there, whatever. And then, uh, you know, the guy was just like, real funny. Anyway, it was good times. Go out there and get it. That was uh, that was that one of the highlights of our trip back, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one was maybe the park in Dallas when it was super muggy. It was just a highlight just because we were forcing our kids to walk. 
Also, <laughs> load light because my kid is heavy. Like, God, can you stop? No, Dad, I want to ride with you. I'm like, oh, my heart is filled and my arms are tired. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's coming back. Anything? Any other highlights? Mm, trying to think what else happened between St. Louis and returning home. I think that's it, really. We paused in Dallas. Gotta say, man, subpar, subpar hotels. I know we went to um, the downtown ones. Are really good. A splash pad at the park in downtown Dallas. Yeah. The morning before we left, uh, you know, Kyle one of those park, stop right? at a park, yeah, to help tire out the kids. And one thing is I'll that say, the one over the highway. Yes, yeah. it is. That was cool. Um, yeah, it's like cool observing part. that. But um, one thing I, I would note is that it's kind of weird to go to splash pads yeah. because there's always kids there. Pretty, pretty much every kid that I see at a splash pad really likes to like let the water just shoot right up their little hind parts. And it's <laughs> really awkward. And there's like the parents are so happy to not have to pay attention to their kids that no one's telling them to stop. And I'm like, yeah. I'm trying to watch my kid. I don't want to watch you doing whatever you're doing. But yeah. it's always really weird and yeah, awkward. I, like, ah, I kind of have to like squint, close my eyes, just kind of peek at one. So I can see my kid, make sure I don't see anything else. It's just weird. Anal fetishes. Yeah. I was like, uh. Like, you don't know what's in that water. You really shouldn't be. (laughs) You see that kid over there? (laughs) Shooting it inside your body. Right. You see that kid over there? Stay away from that kid. I mean, the kids, they drink the water. They, I see kids, you know, taking gulps of it. And I'm like, that's just, this this is kind of gross. It's just a lot of, because I mean, like, isn't it like recycled or something? Yeah. It's like, like, who knows what's in there? It's not clean water anyway. And I just, I'm going to get like a brain amoeba. Yeah. A butt amoeba. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I agree. There's a lot of it. I'm like, you can get close. Try not to get, whatever. I don't know. I mean, you sound like a parent when you do that. You're I just know. Like, oh, there's the fun water. My dad never let me play. Don't it. touch it. Yeah. Then I mean, like, look. Now they're gonna grow up and like force their kids to like get all up in that water. Right. They never go yeah. crazy. Like, let's let's read the story about brain, swimsuits brain optional. Amoebas, right. <laughs> what does a brain amoeba do? It eats your brain. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah, I mean, I, I agree. That was kind of it's cool. Totally recommend. I was looking at the United States. Here's the thing. Again, we talked about this. Right? You go in the West, everything's like 74 hours away from each other, right? You go towards the East Coast. I, I was kind of figuring. I was like, you know, like with kids, maybe. The ideal travel time is about five, six hours. Is that about right? Yeah. Agree? That's tolerable. Yeah, so you kind of wake up and you kind of, you know, like brunch time, 10, 11, hop in a car and you take the trip. And you could end at your destination and it allows for, you know, stop it. You know, somebody has to poop. Maybe you have to poop. Um, and then you get to wherever you're going. You eat a little dinner. You kind of hit the hotel or Airbnb or, you know, camp on the side of the road. Whatever you're going to do. And then you can rest, wake up, eat a little breakfast, do it all over again. And we're, I was kind of just roughly guesstimating. You can go like, ah, the kid's looking at me. He's crazy. Speaking of kids. He was good. Our tiny baby was good. He was the best one. A he plus was. for that one. Uh, you can go like some pretty cool spaces. Yeah, you can go like uh, we're just kind of sketching it out again. Dallas to like Little Rock, five hours. Little Rock to St. Louis, five six hours. St. Louis to Chicago, five hours. Chicago to like 
Pittsburgh or Cleveland, one of those other ones right there. This is the part where I was, I think Gino's eyeballing it. And then anyway, you can end up like New York, and then of course you can go south and kind of hit some of those other places. I was like, you can do this whole thing. That's a nice little family road trip, you know, throughout these United States for you there. You know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, maybe we, uh, maybe we, do it. we took a road trip, like I said, up from Los Angeles to Canada. Uh, you know, up Highway 1. That was good times. But there's, you know, we did that without kids. Um, so we could stop at random bars, you know, kind of drive late at night. or just kind of, you know, did it however we want. We didn't have to pause all the gunning time. Um, so anyway, if you have children's out there, consider that as an option. Yeah? You could take I-59 from New Orleans to New York. It's all the way through. Oh, yeah? And, and stop in Laurel on your way. Yep. And get some lovely coffee at Lee's Coffee and Tea. <laughs> plug, plug. <laughs> hey, dude, the roaster is going to be finished tomorrow. What? Woohoo! Yeah. They install what? What do they have to install? Like gas main? Uh, gas, electricity, and exhaust pipe. And I finally got the exhaust done today. And I just got to get the window replaced. And they're coming at 8 in the morning to do that. So oh, I can yeah. turn the machine on tomorrow, I think. Like, I don't I'm know. nervous. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be like uh, uh, Ghostbusters when they're like, you know, they're like, I don't know, shut that <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, city power. I've kind of been in shock today, man, because it's like real. Finally, like it had gotten so abstract for me. I was like, this is not. Yeah. It's just this big ass machine I spent sixty thousand dollars on that it doesn't do anything. You can just an escalate, man. You know, escalate yeah, with right now. Run. And. Uh, so uh, now I can start using it and maybe make it do work and make. So, work. so you're gonna roast up some beans and then you're gonna yeah. send them our way. Is what you're gonna do? Is that yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do first some batch. Of that. Yeah. yeah, I want maybe the, first, the second. Yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe I don't want me, the... let me let me figure work out the kinks. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I get it going, though, y'all are y'all are on the list. First Sweet. receivers. Um, that's awesome. Uh, so. We got uh wait before we continue. I want to talk about getting home. But you read an article yeah. about like maybe secondary school is not so great. Is it secondary school? What do we call graduate school? Post graduate. Uh, yeah, yeah post graduate stuff. So I guess we just do post graduate school. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. What do we think, guys? <laughs> uh well, I mean, we've talked about the pitfalls of it before, but that article was talking about basically it was. It was talking about how specifically places like Harvard, like Ivy League schools, have kind of um, contracted out. They So they put online, like, master's degrees specifically, but contracted them out to other companies. So they're, like, kind of like degrees in a box sort of thing. You jump through the hoops, you get your degree. But there's no, you know, like, payoff for that. You spend a ton of money on it. And there's no job for you at the end of it all. And it doesn't, it doesn't really increase your chances of getting a job in whatever field. It specifically was t- talking about like that, the, the case study that that dude kept referring to had to do with like screenwriting, yeah. uh, but some sort of like literary or artistic endeavor. Uh, and that resonated with me as it, from a musical standpoint, which is a similar sort of thing. There's not, like getting a master's degree is pointless. Like it doesn't do anything for you in the field. Um, yeah, you just um, waste a lot of money. 
Yeah, I think, um, I mean, we have talked about this previously. I don't know if it's been on this batch of shows. I'll just say that, um, you know, so we went to graduate school. Uh, I got a graduate certificate in urban regional planning. I'm not a regional planner or an urban planner. Um, and, I mean, like some of that, a lot, well, a lot of that was that uh, I took a look at the field there and I was like, this is not, like, I don't want to go work for the city. There's a lot of some politics there. Not a lot of money. Not a whole lot of money. And but that was never really it. I never wanted to be, I don't know, like a city manager or something like that. I'm gonna get my start in Castle Hills and move on up. You know? Um, but I, I found it interesting. I, I always felt like I felt like an MBA was always kinda douchey and then like an MPA was a little bit like the the same it was basically the same thing, but it's just from a little bit different perspective, right? And I, I, for my at least my experience where I got it, uh, where I studied, it was it was a lot of that. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't do that in my career, right? Even my like undergraduate degree in business, um, it's not like I don't use it every day. But in both things, I think I learned a lot, right? Like I learned you know how to learn in some things. I made friends. I I was challenged in my thinking. Um, so. I think when people say it's just not valuable, I think that's wrong. I think you can get a lot of value out of these things. Uh, but I do agree with that. Like, if you think of it like, I want to hurry up and get this paper so that way I can get, you know, like triple my salary, then yeah, that's not going to happen. It probably won't happen. Um, and so if you're expecting it to, I think, like, if basically, if you approach your everyday studying as, all right, I just got to get through this so I can get the to the next step which is making a crap ton of money then you're missing out on the actual value there and um you know so you're like compounding the mistakes like yeah you're gonna be in a lot of debt and also you're really not gonna get anything from it because you're not really getting the most valuable things out of it yeah if your yardstick is is you know return on investment and, and that means monetary and that's what your only yeah your only measuring tool is monetary value then sure then yeah i agree yeah yeah uh yeah and i did i saw something similar it might have been somebody commenting on this article they were saying i went to like columbia's i don't know masters of fine arts screenwriting something or whatever and like only two people in that ever made a living doing that in my class or whatever one was the guy that dropped out and the other one was like him and he said, and I'm just kind of stealing this, this whole Twitter. You have to look that up on Twitter. But he said, he, you know, he moved to L.A. and he kind of he's making stuff. Uh, he, I think he didn't graduate. He kind of dropped out. And he wanted to, like, complete his degree. And he was, like, inquiring about, like, how do I do that? You know? And they were like, yeah, yeah, well, you, you can uh, – uh, we got, like, a special thing that you can do to kind of, you know, button that up. You just got to fly out here to New York, like – as soon as possible he's like all right cool so he left from la and he's sitting down he said he's making small talk with the like the, the head of the the you know program and the guy's just like pitching him his tv show and he's like he's like what's going on here i'm expecting to hear you know like how i can complete like what what do you need me to do right you know you know a, pro- a project i don't know what and he's like oh crap he wants me to like get his in life yeah. yeah and then he's like ah oh, this is a waste of time so yeah and he's like that guy hasn't done anything there's a lot of people who haven't done anything that they're just really kind of selling you a bill of goods you don't absolutely need that i'm sure it helps in some ways make some friends whatever but yeah and he was even 
highlight it in some ways how it's this game. You can search this on Twitter. I forget the guy. I might have retweeted it if you go to my Twitter account. I think you did because I, I read that too. Okay, yeah. So I did retweet it. Um, yeah, and he was just kind of talking about how, like, you you know, you have to, like, basically do a project. Somebody, like, rented out something, like, one of their films they have to do. Like, somebody, like, rented, spent, like, a hundred grand on this project that they needed that would hopefully maybe get you into this uh, film festival that would hopefully maybe get you recognized by producers that would hopefully get you a job. And you're just like, it's just this big rack, and you don't even need any of it. Yeah. 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 And I, I agree with you. Like, uh, if you're doing, if you're pursuing upper education for your own edification, uh, whether it be to be just because you're interested in the subject, you want to see how far you can go with it or, um, cause you want to learn how to learn. Like I, I say this to you, I've said this to y'all on the podcast, I'm sure. And I tell a lot of people, you know, I got what I sought to get out of pursuing the PhD. I learned what it takes to, write papers argue and you know like in a philosophical sense like make your argument uh have challenged critically think about things on like the kind of highest level it's it happened to music theory but it could have been a lot of different subjects i was interested in you know and uh i knew that i wasn't gonna get a return on monetary return on my investment you know i was never expecting that but i tell most people man like anybody that talks to me about grad school, I tell them do not go unless you're going to get paid to go there or unless the business, the field that you're working in requires that you have this to get to this next level, you know, pay like, because most people, that's what they think. They think, Oh, I'm going to get this degree. And all of a sudden these doors open up and I'm automatically qualified for this much money and blah, blah, blah. That's not, it's not true. Especially in the fine arts and literary stuff. Uh, but even in the hard sciences, I think it's not not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've I've worked at lots of different places, and I've seen lots of people with lots of credentials, and that's not necessarily an indicator of you know productivity, quality, uh, even a good conversation at lunch. It's not you know you you kind of think, and it's not necessarily any of those things. So, um, yeah, I I totally agree. I I don't um, you know I think that the government should um you know reduce a lot of the cost of those things and then also you know i, I think that would reduce a lot of pressure on it I, I, we, we'll just button this, this little thing up in the next two minutes by saying my perspective is i think that we put a lot of pressure on school because school is the only way to like get a good job now right that's basically it and so we're like well the only way to get a good job is to do better in school so that way you can, you know, do this, do this, do this. So then, then you can be successful. And so then nobody's looking at school as a path to learn some things, like to just be a good citizen, to be empathetic, to be any of these things. They're just looking at like, whatever, what's the answer? Because I need to get a raise or whatever. Right. right. And that's, that's what we're talking about here when we're looking at these things. I mean, for a long time, a lot of it was like, yeah, you go to school, you know, People would kind of make fun of you, and you go to grad school. Like you're just kind of over there thinking, you know, silly thoughts, or you know, like, uh, you know. But it was fine because it was everybody kind of knew that was it. You're like, yeah, I want to go to grad school. I don't know. take learn read, uh, you know, study poetry or something like that. Nobody thought yet. And then I will become a CEO. That's not right. really it. Yeah. So when people look at him like, whoa, you're crazy. What did you think? A lot of that were just 
looking at it the same way again. Like, there's no other way to succeed, and there's not even a way to succeed even doing that. And we're just compounding all these problems all the time. Yeah, I always hear people like, well, how's this going to help me get a job? Like, I don't know. It might make you less of a lame, you know? And then So raise your kids <laughs> to not even go to college. Screw it. You don't need yeah, it. yeah. Screw school. Just get out there and work. <laughs> Till the field, man. Yeah. You know, something. Um, so, Janie, you have any thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, y'all pretty much covered it. I think the only thing I was going to add was just that there's that problem with us thinking that one person's success should be repeatable. And mm-hmm. so you hear one person's story, like in, in your example about the film school, I'm sure for one person spending a hundred thousand dollars on their project translated into success. And so when they tell that story, everyone else is like, well, I'm going to do the same damn thing. And instead of being original, which is probably what got that person success, mm-hmm. they they just want to do the exact same thing. And then they're like, okay, where's mine? Where's my success? Yeah. And then the way. schools use that as a selling point too. To yeah, exactly. To don't pay money to go to their program. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. And then I, I was, I, I think those kinds of things are, are kind of lame. It's like, I, you know, it's like you go to practice, you kind of talk about like school or something like that. Um, it's weird when people always have the right answer or always do the right thing or like you got to be good to even get in a program where you're supposed to learn and better yourself. Right? I mean, like it just seems weird as I think there's a lot of uh, uh, you should see people sort of fail a lot. Like let's make 10 terrible films. Right. And we can learn something. We can get better because you made 10 films versus you're going to have one film at the end and it's going to be whatever. And like you said, a lot of times the school is just kind of like, we need a good film so that way we can sell, so we can get more money, so that way we can raise tuition, so that way, whatever. And it's not really about teaching filmmakers how to make films. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. about, you know, well, enhancing the yeah. brand. And I think the ultimate point that the article is trying to make, whether it's succeeded or not, is another question, uh, is that these programs are often, even we've talked about a lot of for profit schools being predatory sort mm-hmm. of degrees or whatever uh but even like harvard like even the ivy league schools in these fo- new formats these online formats like they're pretty much predatory like they're just about like generating income and i agree with that and i think it's a shame in in academics upper academia that that's that's the world that exists now um, yeah, I, I think the other thing is that Maybe that it's always been the way, right? People have always been willing to let in legacy guys, and then you're just like, look, we'll let in 10 guys that donate. And then we'll just Maybe. get a couple people that are real smart and just brilliant people, and then, you know. But I, I know for a fact that there is a time at, at like places like UNT, like they wouldn't let in, they wouldn't just let anybody in to like the theory program or whatever. It would, yeah. it would, it would be what's how like okay we know that with this degree all they're going to be able to do is go out and teach if we're taking in 20 students only but only five of them there's only be room for five of them that's irresponsible you know what i mean like there was a time where the institutions did see it they they saw the value i think they respected the value of their what they were doing you know and so they're more selective um and i won't even say it's the schools or departments fault themselves 
that they said, oh, look, here's a way to make more money. I'm not saying that's what they what they were thinking, but the administration, I do think, started to pressure and say, hey, we need to see these people. You're graduating this many people. It's not bringing in any more money to the school. Mm. We got to change that, you know, starting to pressure them gently, gently and now more overtly, I think today well yeah and i think it's all related to the same thing right like we've cut funding to schools so they've turned around right. and said well we got to raise up revenue somehow and so then right. they you know they have all the ways that they're thinking about doing it and a lot of ways they're not really serving their mission and then you know you kind of you know as their mission has become more important and those two things happen at the same time i think they had the same root cause it just came around and affected like you know higher education the same kind of way Yep. Um, yeah, you know, people are like, well, maybe college is not for everybody. But everybody's like, well, this is the only way to get to where I want to go. So I'm going to come in here. And then college is like, all right, well, the yeah, only way to raise think- money is to let more people in that don't necessarily, sh- you know, fit here. And then you just have it just it's compounding the issue. Um, we see a, re- a renaissance of trade schools in the next generation. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I. There was there was a shop I think in high school I was I, you know I played sports I did other things there's no t- there's not enough time in the day to do other things right I think um, you know there are times there are times during this babycation where I wish I could, took home economics learn how to fry an egg or whatever maybe you'd like to be a plumber yeah well I mean so look, here's the other thing <laughs> discovered a new passion <laughs> I don't want to plumb I'd rather be a plumber than like an electrician because I'm just you know like you're a plumber you're like ah oh, you know Water death. shot me in the face. <laughs> but you were like an electrician. Water like, shit ah, shot yeah. you in the face. <laughs> I'm dead. You know, poop in my eye again. Maybe a little poop yeah. in your eye. But you can kind of recover that. A little antibiotics. I mean, there's no antibiotics <laughs> for electricity. You know what I mean? You're it's right over. about that. Like, yeah. You're dead. So uh, I, I, it, this only happened because Gina broke like the bathtub. Or something. What? Well, she was like, it just spinning around. And I was like, I right. tried to turn it on and it didn't want to turn off. Yeah, like the, the, the faucet. It's a mowing. Whatever. What single handle? So, you know, in the way these things happen when you own a house, you got to learn some stuff, right? I was like, uh, all right, let me look at this. Things and, break and it's your problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nobody has to come fix it. So I had opened it up. I was like, well, maybe it's this thing that's just kind of wearing out. Uh, so, you know, I just went, we went to Lowe's. I found a replacement. I was like, well, it's cheaper on Amazon. Just order it. Uh, and then I was saying, and I was I guess right to do this. I'll just put it all back together instead of just leaving it all apart. Because who knows what? Maybe a kid walks by, takes a screw, a screw, and then nothing's together. I'll just put it back together. And so then I was like, all right, let me see if it's working. It was just kind of like down is normally off, but for the past day, like up has been off. It's just been weird. Um, so you know, I spun it around, but then it didn't ever turn off. And I was like, oh crap. Uh, so I had to take it apart, <laughs> and then I had to take it apart further. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go shut off the water to the, you know. And I went out there. And then whoever installed it didn't have, like, the little uh, the lever on the, like, homeowner side. Uh, it was, like, buried a little bit. Like, it was on the side, like, in the dirt. So I was digging out dirt. And there's, like, random water bugs in there, you know. And just like, hey, man, you're messing it. Getting that out. There's, like, dead ones because we had it sprayed, whatever. I'm just, like, digging up dirt in this little water thing and then. Finally, finding enough, like getting enough leverage. It's hot out there. The sidewalk's hot, so it should have taken like two seconds. Took like ten minutes. If I mean, good for you, because if I <laughs> if you just sent me out there and I didn't encountered that 
the water would still be running. <laughs> so I did that. So the, <laughs> it's it a funny. water feature. Yeah, it's funny, just they, jump in. Well, I mean, there's rinse none, off, there's jump out. Like it's always tiny, on. Tiny little roaches, you know, disturbing. There's nothing big or yeah, there's some yeah. dead, you know, like from I don't no, know. No, thank you. Past, I don't know what. Um, it's funny. I was doing this. You know, my kid was kind of taking a nap. She, you know, like, can we sleep in your room? Um, and so she was kind of watching me. She, that's how she fell asleep for a nap, watching me fiddle with this water thing. So we did that. I got that to work. Uh, and then I was like, yeah, you probably just got to call the plumber. You know what I mean? I don't know what's going on. There. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But so she called it. I got the water shut off. I went back up, just kind of looked at it, did a couple Google searches. And I was like, oh, I think I know how to fix this. And so I, I came down. I'm like, all right, I think I know how to fix this. And she's like, well, the plumber's going to get here in like two minutes. Maybe they just fix it now. I was like, yeah, he's probably right. Just watch them fix it. And I'm like, all right, I'll just fix <laughs> the next eight of them. Um, but they're like, oh, yeah, you got to like halfway done. Uh, we can do it. It'd be $300 or you can do it. It's going to you know, cost you 50 bucks to buy this part. But, yeah, you just put it back in. I was like, cool. So I did that. I had to go back to Lowe's. By the moment, I was that was my that was the thing I was most interested in knowing is how many times you had to go back to the hardware store because I've never done a project and not had to go back at least one extra time, <laughs> usually yeah. three or four. Yeah, I had to go back the extra time. Um, so it was just to say, and then, you know, like there's it's okay, you got light bulbs where you while you were I at did, it, she, you know, you got lights going like, out. Oh, don't forget the lights. Every time I back. flip a switch, something burns out. Yeah, I don't <laughs> but so so today, look, look, so I feel a little proud of myself. Well, well yeah, I even stretched a little bit to, to. Oh, it was today. Gina's like, I want my, I want an omelet. You made me an omelet, so I whipped her up an omelet, and she's like, "Mmm, so tasty, it tastes buttery, it's good." <laughs> and then she's like, "We got those new plants. Are you gonna plant them?" So I planted a rose bush. I planted some other plant that I don't know the name of uh, to replace the lavender that died. Uh, I fixed the faucet and I replaced the light bulb. So it's just a lot of dad mode happened. But there. did you mow the lawn? I didn't mow the lawn, <laughs> <laughs> or trim the tree, or trim the Texas sage that's right out here. That just you know been like, oh yes, it's been flooding. I'm gonna grow to you know like a beanstalk. Uh, but you know I, I checked a lot of boxes. So I feel a little good about myself. Then, you know? <laughs> like, somebody better make me a old fashioned or something around here. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Kick off. Where are my slippers? Yeah. Where's my bring me my slippers and my pipe? Yeah. Let's, order me a pipe on Amazon and then bring it to me. <laughs> <laughs> it is cool that the plumbers didn't just take you for a ride and they're like, yeah, hey, yeah I thought so too. You know? That's pretty cool. I'm like, would yeah. they have done that if it was just me here? Is that like a man respect kind of uh, like, yeah, you got this man? I, I don't know. Uh, I think, I think it's a couple things. It's a decent company. They, yeah, that, that's they're what pretty I was cool. Say. So we have. I was gonna like, say, keep them on your Rolodex for the next time. Yeah. Or what? Buy a Rolodex. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa, can I can I have your old Rolodex? <laughs> uh, no, so that was the thing. Like, I'm I'm kind of anti home warranty. You know, you buy like America's first, whatever. Because you have to call them and it costs 25 bucks. Kind of, or you are anti. I am anti. 75 bucks. Yeah, and then they call somebody and then they bring them. And so then, like, the guy's talking to you because this happened to us. Um, You know, he was like, well, it's going to be this. So then he had to call them and they had to decide whether or not they approved it. I was like, that's too much in the middle. And then it costs, like, you know, it costs money every time. How about yeah? And the company they pick 
They didn't even know. It's like, you know, last on the list in the yeah, and like Yelp. Two like, stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know what? Oh, I know. Yeah. Yes. So like uh, the thing is that we, like, I think we already had experience with this company from some other place. We liked them. Um, so we called them. And then they helped us with that one issue. It was like it was like an old pump, sump pump kind of deal on the outside, right? First moved in. I didn't even know we had one. Um, and so they, they handled it. They were good. And so we're like, you know what? Let's call them every time. Um, so we have been. And we, we like your service. So, like, yes, you're right. Always keep them. They're always on our first dial. Like, and uh, yeah, maybe it's cost us a couple more, you know, 100 bucks a couple times. But I think we enjoy that peace of mind, right? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if this guy did it right. Man, yeah, I, I've i decided we're not, like, I'm glad we had the warranty because we didn't have the reserve funds to handle, like, having our AC replaced right now. But, but we're at their mercy. It's been a week, you know, and nothing. <laughs> and literally, the guy called me yesterday, and he's like, hey, I just was calling to let you know that the i let them know the warranty company and it's ordered you know and that was five days after he came out to visit or six days after he came out to do the visit and i was That's like a long wait so you just so now so it took you six days just to fucking acknowledge there's a problem you know like <laughs> um and now they gotta order it and it's mississippi so everything takes longer because you can't just go to there's not an ac store that you can go buy AC units, you know, everything's gotta be shipped here. So who knows how long it's going to take it. Thank God we have family that we can go sleep, you know, that, that they'll let us sleep at their house. But I mean, you God, go dude. old school Mississippi way. Was that you open the windows or something like that? Right? Shit. <laughs> yeah. Lay on some and ice. It, it's been, it's been rainy, crazy rainy. And, and so not that hot. We can cook at our house and, and hang out there for limited periods of time. But, uh, but I've already decided, like, I would much rather just put the money aside, save it up, and pay whatever extra so that I can get it done in a day or two, you know, yeah. with the right person who who is who is um, motivated by the fact that they don't get paid until the job is done. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And your your wife is expecting right now. How is she dealing yeah. with this? Well, she filing I've, divorce papers right now? No, she's okay. I mean, we we stay. We're at the building working, and then my parents are gracious, and we can just go chill out there whenever we want. So she's fine. She's been fine with it. But I've called the warranty place. I've been like, "Look, my wife is pregnant. I'm telling them that we have a place to go." Yeah. Like it's Mississippi in the middle of the summer. Like, what do you want us to do? And they were like, "Oh, well, we'll approve uh, a fifty dollar." Uh, if you want to go buy a fan or something to keep yourselves cool, we'll we'll pay for the fit pay for that up to fifty dollars. Like fifty dollars? <laughs> Seriously, I can't even buy a fan. I actually can't even buy a fan for fifty dollars. Not <laughs> anything that's like meaningful, much less something that cools. You know? Yeah. But uh, anyway, it's it's been it's been okay. You know, uh, it's ordered. It's coming. I know Maybe. everything about it, it's but. <laughs> Yeah, well, just how long how long it's actually going to take to get finished and all that. It's just kind of, it's frustrating. I hate being at the mercy of other people. I really yeah. do. Yeah. That yeah. sucks. I mean, yeah, that, it, again, that kind of reminds me, like I said, we were rent, that's the negative side of renting. It's like, one, like your AC goes out in the summer and it happened to us while we were renting a the house. They got to send somebody out. It's like, 
immediate, right. like it's part of like the Texas. It's is, in your claws. Yeah. yeah. Right. So somebody comes out, but then they want a nickel and dime it. And you can kind of kind of get annoyed at them for that. They're like, eh, maybe it doesn't need to be fixed. We, we just put some. Yeah, put the tape on it. Ozone destroying, environment destroying, Freon that's going to leak out. It's going to be fine, I think. Whatever. They take the cheaper out. And, I mean, you know, you may be out for a day or two and, like, a terrible landlord, you know, a lot more, a lot longer than that. But especially at a decent, like, apartment complex where you have a decent landlord, you get all that stuff fixed pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah, that's the cool part. I don't like this home warranty thing, man. Those things suck. Well, and like y'all said, the contractor is like, he doesn't even have a presence online. Like, you can't find the name of the company or anything. It's just, I'm pretty sure it's just one dude. And probably all he does is is warranty work for this company. Like, I'm pretty sure that's that's what it is. I called the company because I'd already dealt with him once. And I could tell that he was just not in a hurry about anything and whatever. And uh, well, he was sitting I was in like, AC. It was hot outside. Man. Was, I was, was like, it? yeah. I was like, uh, <laughs> look, this guy's. I need to be. Y'all need to put me with somebody else. Like this guy's not going to work out. And they're like, well, blah 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 blah. They gave me the runaround. They were like, I assure you that nobody else will be any faster. Everybody's backed up right now. I was like, whatever, man. So, but it's yeah. It's been one of those things that I have to be that guy that like constantly hounds to get anything done you know stuff that shouldn't that should just happen you know right it, it's uh, i'm not uh, yeah whatever I, I i do think it's like yeah it's more expensive maybe in the long run i don't know i don't know if it is it seems like you're spending a lot of money because they they don't nickel and dime you they hundred dollar you every time i mean it's uh, right. it's a hundred bucks you want us to to look at it or whatever every time you call us or whatever it was yeah maybe I've, you can find I've an done three one. service cars yeah Three yeah. service calls. Yeah, and that's the thing is like I don't really feel like shopping around for a good deal on a home warranty. I'm like, you know what? I will spend whatever money I was gonna spend. It was like twenty five bucks a month. I don't even know whatever the deal was. Um, I'd rather, like you said, get that money and whatever money that I would put towards service calls to them, whatever, and then just calculate the time that it would take me being on the phone with them. So they can call some, you know, third tier, fourth tier plumber, electrician, whoever to come out here, total all that up, save that amount of money at the very minimum. And it's a couple extra bucks towards it, you know? Um, yeah. And whatever. If I, if I come out, whatever, uh, like a, a little bit behind, like, well, I spent 300 more dollars than I would have otherwise. It's worth it because it got done quicker and it's fine. Right. And I am happy with it. And I chose the whoever it was going to be. Yeah, I can decide for myself. It's it's a little bit of a racket, man. I agree. Maybe as somewhere. is everything. Yeah, maybe somebody had a good warranty someplace. I don't know. I've never heard of it. I think I tweeted this about it when we had well, it first time. Somebody was like, "Yeah, they suck." <laughs> they they wouldn't be home warranty companies wouldn't exist if they weren't making money. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I understand. Think I think we are in a decent spot where we like, we either have funds available to us or like you know lines of credit where we can get so that way for the most part like the whatever is going to fail we have money to cover it um and i i, I realize not everybody is in that position so we're like a home warranty kind of thing is like this is the cheaper solution because i don't have three grand mm-hmm. you know to spend on something uh in any shape or fashion so that's just not even an option so it's got to be just the 25 bucks and that's it um, I get that. 
Um, but yeah, if you can avoid it, do it because it sucks. Life lessons. <laughs> Podcasters, you're welcome. Right. Listeners. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. Your AC went down. That's the worst, man. Yeah. Or just the tub went out, you know? I had to turn off the water for a little bit. I fixed it. Yeah, we we had the AC out earlier cool, this year. Yeah. We've been going down the list of everything. We had new toilets. We had the toilet leak last year. Yeah, I mean that that was like a build. That's a house fun. Yeah, you know they're like, yeah, they kind of used the you know the cheapy one and they built it here. We'd recommend we're like, all right, just get the. You know. And then we're like, you know what? Let's just do all the toilets because why play this game in three months anyway? Like I don't. Right, know. it's gonna happen ever and ever again until you replace them all. Yeah, yep. exactly. So I mean, and then compounding a little bit. Is the fact that we have hard water in San Antonio, right? That's just the thing. Everybody knows this. Uh, we don't have a. They didn't, you know, set it up so that we can get a water softener. Like the last place we ran it, we had a water softener. I don't think those things are kind of hit or miss. I never really felt a major difference. But they do make all that stuff go out quicker. Like the shower head, you gotta like maintain it. You gotta like soak it in vinegar and whatever like that. Coffee, <laughs> coffee machine, you gotta mm-hmm. do that. So like everything builds just up kinda, and everything. Yeah, there's a lot of build up and a lot of stuff like that. Um, it's kind of a thing here in San Antonio. So you know, like the fact that the was it the cartridge, M one two two two, went out within five sure. years is not surprising. <laughs> the guys, like, oh yeah, we gotta replace them all the time. Just uh, they're good. They just they hard water. You know, it depends on how often you use them. I will say, man, to do that lows. I had someone to do his job, and as I feel very much like dad mode, it was like some teenager kid. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, man, I'm looking at this online. You can't and it says get y'all have, good service these days. Nah, y'all have 39 here in stock at this location. This is the location we're at, right? This location. He's like, "Yep, yep." And I was like, "All right, it says you have 39, but I'm looking, and I don't see 39. In fact, I see zero. So, uh, what's going on here?" He's like, "Oh yeah," and he kind of half told a story about somebody else wanting them. And I was like, "What? And he not want- getting them?" I was like, "Did he buy them all or something? Or, or like, what? What? What does that mean? How does this story end? And how does it impact me? Why are you telling it to me? You yeah. know, I was just kind of. I didn't say it like that, but that's what I was saying. I was like, "Oh, did he, did he like buy them all or something?" He was like, "No, he was like looking for them." I'm like, did <coughs> he you didn't help him either. Or- <laughs> and he was like looking up at boxes. I was like, "Oh, are are those the boxes that would maybe be here?" He was like, "Yeah." I was like, well, do you think it's this one that says M1222? Because that's the one I was asking you about. He's like, oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. I was like, so you want to get that one down, I guess? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I can do that for you. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> so he brought the little ladder thing over. That and got sounds it. about fucking right, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, all right, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a ton. But just kind of. Hey, so what do we do next? What do you think is next, huh? You think maybe you grab it? <laughs> so that's why it took a little longer for me to kind of, I was just kind of like, I was just kind of looking at it. You give me the vest and then I do it or how does this work? If you were in my situation, what would you, what do you think the best course of action is? What would you do? What do, what do you think I should do to get one of these items that i want man if, i don't know what do you if think? you if you needed that and i was the employee what would you think i should do and you do that whatever that is so uh a similar thing uh, like a couple weeks ago right because i was playing rec league soccer but there's like a there's turf field so i had to buy turf shoes they don't allow the other shoes that i have 
So I was looking at like Dick's Sporting Goods, and I was like, hey, do y'all have, and the guy, he was like, hey, can I ask you a question? And I was like, yeah, uh, kid sneezing over there. I was like, yeah, what, what's up? I thought he was going to be like, um, what kind do you like, or what do you, I don't know, he was like, what is the difference between turf shoes and what, like, he was asking me about the products he has there, and I was like, so I explained it to him, but it was just kind of weird, like, this is the guy at You Dick's. work here, right? Yeah, hey, we had it was the shoe salesman? Yeah. <laughs> <Got> it. <laughs> I mean, he asked me the difference between tear shoes and then, like, the, you know, like the regular plate one. Like I said, I From his post it. in I the <laughs> shoe department. Yeah, and, you know, I kind of went, you know, through the whole thing. I was like, yeah, you know. But anyway, thanks for helping me out, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, like I guess in the store's defense, I went back the next week to ch- to check to see if they rotated, and it, they're like, maybe I think maybe we're gonna get some, whatever. I went to go kind of see if they had any there before I ordered some online. I was like between a couple. I didn't really feel like waiting. I just wanted to get them that day, go to the park, get them worn in, whatever. So I went and looked, and I didn't see. I saw that they kind of rotated their stuff, and it was all kind of new. So I was looking in the area, and I saw a guy. I was like, hey man, do you have? And he, and he answered the question. He knew what I was talking about. Uh, and he was, like, knowledgeable. He's like, no, we don't really have a whole lot of those. We had a couple. You know, just he just knew the whole thing. And he yeah. was talking about, you know, the, even the brands. Yeah, we don't even have the, the good one. We only have this limited selection. Whatever. I was like, look at this guy. He knows. He so maybe that guy called guy. in last time. And he got the crappy <laughs> guy. I mean, it could be. You know, like, I, I, there's a lot of sports that it's, it's not – is a sporting goods store, so you know, there's probably some stuff he's probably got put in a section. He's like, I don't know, I don't know what's up here. Yeah, people are always asking if me he's new. Show. I mean, yeah. a lot of new, a lot of new employees everywhere right now. So. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, cut him a little slack, but it is funny. <laughs> very Typical. little, very little slack. Hey, these microwaves, man. What do you, what do you think the best one is? <laughs> what are you putting there? <laughs> got a couple of microwaves here, and I just what is the good one? Well, uh, salesperson. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, so you got your AC busted. Bathroom didn't work for us. Well, in the tub. That's right, though. Like, I mean, you know, it's very dad mode to be like, "Yeah, look at that. Did you check the tub?" <laughs> That's genius. Yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, "Hey, kid, did you uh, did you scope out the tub? Did you, did you turn it on? Did you turn it on? Isn't it so smooth, right? yeah. Check it out. Look, it it does what it's supposed <laughs> to do. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I made that happen." <laughs> Look at that with my own hands. I mean, same thing. I was admiring the, like, you know, so we had a, a snow freeze all the way back in February or July now. And so it was kind of looking at some of the plants in the yard. And I was like, I guess that plant is dead. You know, like it's been brown for months now. I guess it's dead. Uh, and I think I was like cutting the grass whenever I cut the grass last. And I kind of knocked over one of them. I was like, this is dead. It like came up out of the ground with like nary, nary any force. Uh, and Gina's stepping away to go solve a kid emergency, I think. I don't know. Somebody's bed is not appropriately made. I don't know. Very kid <laughs> mode over here where they're just like, Mom, I can't sleep because my covers are not laying on the bed the way they're I'm like, man. Oh, well. Shut up, kid. Go to sleep. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, so, like, I, you know, we, we grab the plant. You know, wife's like, oh, this plant being looks nice in this area. I'm like, okay, fine. We'll get it. You know. And then I have to go dig up a hole and, you know, do some gardening out there. It's crazy. I did it. 
I did it. It's plant. It's plants in the appropriate locations. Yeah. <laughs> did you do anything? <laughs> did you like plant a flower bed or anything like that? You know, nothing. Here in this new house, not no. But when I lived in Denton, I had I grew my own vegetables. Yeah. I built my own garden and dug like I dug it out like it was awesome, dude. Flourishing. Um, and I want to do that here. I want to get some chickens. I want to do my own garden, but dude, it's, it's incremental. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. You of gotta, but we had, there's, uh, a rose bush that's, that's really well established here in our yard. And that's really nice. And there's some other, I don't even know what they are. It's like just stalks, <laughs> but they cut, but like orange, bright orange flowers, like trumpet looking flowers come off of the, of the stalks growing up. I should figure out what kind of what, what kind of there is an app. Is, but... There is an app where you just snap a picture of it and it tells you what it yeah. is. And that is, is super useful. Yeah. Google plant or something like that. Uh, I'll send it to you. Maybe I'll even send it, it to you. Yeah, yeah. has it. I mean it costs money, right? Like after a while. Like, you can get like a free trial of it. Sarah would love it, so she can she can download it, it and have it yeah, on It's coming handy because we'll go into the park. Yeah. Like I've gotten use out of it. We'll go into the park and they're like, Daddy, what tree is that? And I take a picture. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's that's actually uh, you know, what an Eastern sycamore. I don't know. It does feel kind of stupid to look walk around and not know what's going on. And I like I said this before, I feel like maybe uh, you know, uh great great grandpa would probably smack me upside the head. I'm like, You don't know that this is a whatever like this, you just walk you know, I don't know. I just feel like we probably should know those things, and I don't, and so that's my way of treating. I guess <laughs> I'm super allergic to poison ivy, and I still you don't know what really it can hardly identify it. No, I get it wrong all the time. Uh, right, there you go. I mean, that's so. what I'm saying. You have the app; it can you just take the picture, like, nope, that's not poison ivy. Sweet, let me yeah. rub my face in it or whatever it is that you. Do. <laughs> right. I mean, that's why I'm always. That's why I would use it because I love rubbing plants on my face. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it it's cool. You you know, like after a while, you kind of identify something. On the one hand, like, you know, in that, in what I'm saying, right? Great, great, great grandfather. There's not much else to do but look at plants, and so it made sense, you know. It's like, well, plants and uh, I guess horses, you know, it's like the two things we got here. You know, there's lots of other things going on here in this world. Uh, he didn't have to replace a Moen faucet. They just had what a well they had a bucket and that was it you know so there's nothing really there um so yeah it's okay if you don't necessarily know every plant you know he didn't know who Giannis Antetokounmpo was so that's fine okay. <laughs> if you really don't know yo uh that's the Bucks player who's dropped 58 in game 6 of the NBA finals uh you know yeah He's a cool guy. I didn't know for real. Yeah, I, I know you I didn't was, know. I was I know, playing it. I know you didn't know for real. <laughs> That's who he is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. NBA Finals, man, it just concluded right now, you know? Who won? The Bucks. Giannis the Bucks are the champions? Yeah. Because of that dude? Because that yeah. crazy name? Yeah, I mean, it's a Nigerian name. They Greekified it. It's that whole weird... I was going to say, it sounds Greek. Yeah, it's that whole weird situation it's not even weird but it's just like like greece is literally a place where they're like sorry nigerians you know refugees we're gonna just push the boat back they'll literally put people back on the boat and push it out to sea uh but then they're like yeah yeah you know, come on greece's son 
everybody, everybody that gets off the boat, they have a yard, a measuring stick. <laughs> Here's they the basketball. Like, you know, yeah. If you can hit it, then you stay. If not, eh, maybe yeah. you don't stay. Uh, yeah, so like, it just, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, he was, uh, I think he didn't get his citizenship. he become a Greek citizen until he was like 13, 14 or something. Basically until he was, he was useful to Greece. But now they're like, yes, he's our guy. It's kind of funny. This big Nigerian-looking black dude speaking with a Greek accent in America. You know, just uh, he's the best basketball player this season now. NBA Finals MVP. How'd it go, Gina? What did you? What problem did you have to solve uh, with their children up there? Uh, well, they uh, lost their show, found their way into getting denied YouTube access on accident because they didn't know where they were supposed to be. And, uh, yeah, so I handled that. Sweet. Getting back on the right track. Yep, back on track. Cool. It's a special night for them. They don't usually get to watch shows in bed at night except for when their parents need to do important things like this. Hey, we're going to podcast. Y'all just watch a show and don't bother us. Yeah. Every, you know. I don't want to hear from you unless someone's bleeding. And, and even bleeding, then, I don't somebody know. Somebody extra might be bleeding. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, they've been good. They were good. They were good on the uh, on the trip. They were good. They've been good around here. You know, kids get a little crazy sometimes. Maybe what is y'all's so. favorite parts of the trip? What, my sure. favorite part of the trip. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I think last time I we know. talked about least favorite, right? Sleeping? Yeah. Sleeping. Did you sleep? I I feel like I missed a lot of sleep. I'm still catching up. I did. I felt like tired. So we got back. We we're driving back from Dallas to here, which is like a five hour drive. But Gina took like the the route around Austin or whatever like that. We yeah. Didn't Toll see any road. To you get to go 85. That's cool, but it's a little further out. Which means you get also. to go 95. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Y'all didn't get to see Bezos' penis. No, we didn't. No, see we missed him. missed the peen. Uh, I think the problem is that like there's not a lot of gas stations on that way there, and we forgot to fill up where we normally do, and so we're like, ah, we got like one tick left on the meter. Can we go 85 for another hour? I don't know. We'll see. Time to test the <laughs> how accurate <laughs> your this gas thing can do. Vehicle, yeah. <laughs> we made it. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, and uh, well, the thing was that we we're ticking down to my rec league soccer game, so we got home. I changed. Maybe took a pregame poop, and then I went <laughs> to the game, <laughs> walked on the field. Basically, it's like it's like driving all day. You just hop out. Love to max what? yourself out, don't yeah, you? I mean, I feel like you only get the one go round. So you, and you scored well. a goal immediately, right? I didn't score a goal, no. But I didn't play. I didn't play terribly, uh, considering that I hadn't walked in a few hours. Yeah, and well, I mean, that's the whole thing. Is like all that week, you know, I forgot. I told some of the guys on the team. I was like. Hey, we probably should like play a little pickup game so that way we're not completely terrible come Friday. And then they're like, "Hey, so are we gonna play?" And I was like, "Uh, I'm in single, so probably in not. another state." Whoops! But they're like, oh. but I was like, "Y'all can play." I don't think they didn't. They didn't play. They everybody just showed up that day on Friday, so it's about the same. I showed up. We played. I didn't play terribly, which is good. We won three nil. Yeah, everything worked out. That was good. Positive well. reinforcement there. So. Now you know. <laughs> just can take trips and yeah. not sleep and go immediately and play yeah, soccer. I'm telling you, Completely it's healthy. never good. I, it's not good for me. It's the same way. Uh, Procrastination. Speaking of, yeah, speaking of uh, graduate school and all the other stuff, 
yeah, once you write a paper like the night before, then it becomes easier to write a night before and then early morning hours before yep. and then you do that successfully. Then it becomes then you're in of. class like I got to go to the restroom, aka go print. <laughs> yeah. This paper that I was supposed to set on your desk I mean, when I walked in. I that the worst case scenario happened. I turned in a paper that I was writing and completing minutes before it was due. Submitted it before class. And here's, here's the, what's and why about I it. hate you. Yeah, go on. The <laughs> feedback I got I was like, Adam, this is one of the best papers that I've had in like a couple. Years. I'm like, that's not, don't tell me that, man. Somebody just say yeah. this is awful. This is worse. It feels like you turned it in day of, like two minutes before. I feel you. I was man. like, well, it's you know, a- I worked hard on it. You know, last day, a lot of research. The two best feedbacks I've ever gotten on papers. Uh, one I wrote drunk and the other one I wrote when I had an abscess on my tonsil and they put me on Vicodin for like two days <laughs> and I wrote a paper was like just trashed on Vicodin and my professor was like this is really good you need to try to get this published <laughs> it's the only thing I've ever gotten published was that paper that I wrote while I was drugged this Level out. of free thought. I don't know yeah. where this came from. Yeah, you're just making these connections. I don't think that we've, made, we've seen anybody make them. I don't know how where you came up with them. It's just well, like, I hate you both because so if funny. I wrote a last-minute-ass paper, I got graded like it was a last-minute-ass paper. <laughs> you just write this right now. <laughs> Did you even think about this Did before you just write for yourself? No. Stream of thought. <laughs> yeah, those are the worst. Uh, I guess it's... it's it's not good. So not good reinforcement for sure. Not good. It's not yeah. what you need to be teaching people. Yeah. But. I mean, I don't, I don't want to be like that, but then I mean, what are we going to do? There's like games at seven, leaving the do? house at six forty two. So yeah. I will say about grad school. The one thing I regret is the part of me that likes to finish things. I have not finished it. And even though I don't feel that there's really any value in it, I don't want to write a thesis, which is why I couldn't finish because well, you couldn't finish because you cranked it. I was pregnant. Yeah. yeah, but like when the paper was like it was going to be crunch time. That's also when you would yeah. do. So it's, yeah. you lost your it was rhythm. push time. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just want it done because I started yeah. it. Um, and then it's the same. It reminds me of this struggle I'm having right now, and it's you know I'm still enjoying my maternity leave from work, and I had these. I think reasonable goals for myself to do some learning towards my career. Um, and I, I just don't feel like doing it. I still don't feel like doing it. And I see the time ticking away and I don't know if I'm going to do it. Well, I, I think the only thing that, you know, I don't like just a seemingly pointless practice thing. We were talking about this Dell, the other, like when you came to visit, I'm like, it's hard for me to just get up and go run. Like, let me do three miles running because I just, I don't know. And so rather than fight that nature and try to change who I am, I just kind of go with it. What does make me get up and run? It's like when I have a soccer game. I don't know. I will run. I will push myself to, I will try. And so if I play a pickup soccer game, like you were saying, you're like, look at you just out there running. <laughs> it was a pickup game and I was like sprinting all over the field. Yeah, look yeah. at him go. But I'm not going to do that <laughs> just by myself because I, I, you know, right. so like, what is the answer? Is it? sign up for a marathon or is it play a lot more rec league soccer games or pick up basketball games it's that yeah. so i will do that those kinds of things because i know that's it 
So yeah, I don't know. Like one one thing that helped me, I'm like, yeah, you know, I really kind of want to brush up on this technology. I think one thing that helped me do it was having a deadline to get something done. Either like previously at a job, like, well, we need to get this delivered by whatever. I was like, well, Guess now I better it's, learn it. I gotta learn it so I can do <laughs> it. Or um, in like other cases, like, well, I want to brush up or you know be stronger at you know these technologies just in general. It's like applying for a job that requires those that it made me brush up and try some things that I hadn't tried and hadn't felt like it. So, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what's going to do that for me. I mean, maybe just apply for a job where they're going to ask you those questions. So then you have to like, maybe. Just, do, just so you can get the interview just to do it where they're going to be like, uh, all right. So just get some uh, real pressure. Yeah. Can you break down the concepts uh, here? These uh, essential. That know, might be a little too much pressure. But <laughs> Necessity is the mother of invention. It's a very true, very true thing. I mean, even and it's the- a, I think it's a from a very like biological, um, whatever standpoint. Like, why expend energy on something that doesn't have a direct benefit? You know, yeah. benefit to you, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, that makes good- sense. That's why lions are just chill. Well, I'm like, well, I'll let y'all know. Time to eat, I... and then they get up and they go do whatever they're gonna do, and then they chill again. <laughs> Why run around if it's not time necessary? Keep you guys posted on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one thing. You have to make yourself hungry and, you know, to really see the pressure. But, yeah. What does that mean? Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> what, a, what a deep way to end this show. <laughs> so, what, is, what does that mean? Uh, means it's the end of the show. Right. Talk to you next week. <laughs> well, I mean, now now these people, like, maybe you were listening to the show as you were procrastinating. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna write this novel. I don't know and if we inspired said, you. Like, you inspired like 20 percent of the people and sent about 50 percent of the people into like like anxiety <laughs> tailspins. You know? Yeah. <laughs> what am I even doing with my life? <laughs> well, I'll say I was I was telling a friend I was giving him a hard time. Uh, that yeah, I mean, like they're like, yeah, you're always kind of trying to make me do stuff or just whatever. But it's not like I don't do that to myself either. You know what I mean? Like, we had sure. I had interviews sure. with coaches, and I I kept like I gotta want to do this, I want to do this. But it came time to it, I'm like, well, I gotta do all this homework and read all this all this information that I had already planned to read, and I did. I read it all. I refreshed myself. It was the threat of embarrassment. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there's nothing like getting up there. I did flub somebody's name uh, earlier, but uh, that was only because somebody called on me when I was not ready. I said I wanted to ask a question of the coach. The coach left, and so I started doing something else. And they still like, had their name hey, in Adam, the brain. Hey, do you want to go ahead and ask a question? And I was like, uh, so I had to turn my video back on. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, so I think I said the receiver's name, and I meant the linebacker's name. Whatever. Mm. Doesn't matter. Racist. <laughs> they were both. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even know, but they I figured they the were right. The, <laughs> the problem was that I had, I had the name in front of me, uh-huh. and so I was just like, uh, yeah. And I was looking at it, and I'm like, whatever. Racist. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like, there you go. I can't deny. It. There it is. Adam racist. I'm gonna be uh, <laughs> have to resign from my post as uh, yeah, a being canceled. Yeah. 
It's a better way to end the podcast. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.